0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joined with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. Cuckoo! Staying on top of the conversation here, we're going to talk about the first three episodes of Moon Knight, even though there are four episodes of Moon Knight Out. If you're listening and you haven't watched any of it, maybe by the end of this we'll have convinced you to or to not watch the first three. Indeed.
1: Uh, So on that note, what is Moon Knight, Christian?
0: Oh, bro, that you're really throwing me. I sure did. (laughs) Moon Knight follows the story of a man named Mark Spector or Stephen Grant, a guy with did. Is that the correct? This is this is yeah, association sure identity the, disorder. Yeah, I'm not or something. sure what the acronym is, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's D I D, but <laughs> I don't know. He has multiple personalities, and he has been bestowed upon by the Egyptian god Khonshu a set of powers that include we're not specific here, healing and vulnerability, maybe super strength, some cool golden boomerangs. But yeah, he fights crime and stuff, but he doesn't remember it because he's like three or four different people
1: and you know of course because the show from very early on is is all about this unreliable norton narrator perspective all of the things that christian should just say should have an asterisk at the end and then you read to the bottom of the page and it says probably right
0: (laughs) it could all be bullshit It's definitely the MCU's fight club. Uh, this show is so far, I think. Um, but do we want to take it episode by episode? Do we want to talk about just like generally reac- reactions, how we've.
1: Sure. Let's start with general reactions, Then we do episode by episode.
0: Uh, Who wants to go first?
1: The main things that I took away from this is, man, I really like Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. Dude, they're so good. They're both very good in this.
0: Yeah, they're a joy to watch on screen, individually and especially together.
1: Correct.
2: Yeah, you know what? (laughs) This is weird, but what these guys in this show were reminding me of, have you guys ever watched the awful Jonah Hex movie?
0: No, no.
2: Not not on the way through. Uh, Well, yeah, it's real bad. And, you know, but it's, It's Josh Brolin and what's it? Why can't I think of John Malkovich? And, you know, two guys who are obviously above the material who made a decision to, hey, let's just make the shittiest movie we could possibly do. And this is like the opposite of that. These are two guys who are obviously above the material. I think particularly Ethan Hawke probably thinks he's above the material, but they instead decide to really go for it and do something really cool. And I like it a lot. It's confusing. It's hard to follow, but it's a lot of fun.
1: I mean, hang on Let's not be shitty about Ethan Hawke there. Sure, he's done a bunch of artsy films. Uh, over the last 20 years, but he's never talked shit to anybody, <laughs> you know. Well I, I just, he mean just does that, the movies that he likes.
2: Yeah, I, I just mean that when I'm saying he's he's a he's above it, I'm not really saying that he's like, you know, your dog above it. I'm just saying, you know, he has said said things about blockbusters and superhero movies and shit like that, that, uh, you know, basically we mean ask why they don't get Oscars. He was like, well, you know, they don't get Oscars because the money's the Oscars. Mm. And (laughs) that's not untrue. And that no, that's not untrue. Actually, I think that's a great fucking point. You know, (laughs) like, you know, Star Wars doesn't need an Oscar. It has has billions of dollars.
0: I like that theory in principle, right? Yeah, I mean, these guys are great. I think uh, I don't know her name. Layla May Callum Calloway something. I feel bad not knowing her name. Her name's Layla in the show. She's fucking great, too. in this Um, the just like the cast all around is good. And uh, it's got a really good mixture of like, you know, Fight Club, Indiana Jones and the mummy. Like, it's just like a weird combo of things that I like that I think play really well. But what's really hard for me to accept about this show is anytime I look at Oscar Isaacs and there's Egyptian shit around him, I think about Apocalypse.
1: (laughs) It doesn't even look like Oscar Isaacs in that movie. No, but he still did it. He sure did. You may have ruined it for me because up until now, anytime
2: I see him, it's like, oh man, this and Dune, he just can't get away from sand. Man,
1: (laughs) that shit is I wasn't even
2: thinking of (laughs) Apocalypse. He really can't get away from sand.
1: No kidding. That's one of my favorite Internet things that happened uh, is, you know, they do those like actor retrospectives on YouTube where they go through like their famous roles in their career. And for the most part, it's just like a little puff piece where they can all just like throw a little trivia about each movie they were on. Uh, And Oscar Isaacs does one, which in general is interesting. But he talks about X-Men Apocalypse. He's like, yeah, there are a lot of actors that I respected and I was excited to work with them. Uh, But then I just got stuck in this liquid cooled suit and was in makeup for like 10 hours a day. And I didn't get to meet any of them. And it kind of sucked.
0: (laughs) Wasn't he also, am am I misremembering, wasn't he in that Zack Snyder movie about the four crazy girls and the insane asylum? He
1: was, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: See, this Moon Knight feels like a lot of his career wrapped up into one show. That's a great point, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But I like it. I think this show's better than Transformers.
1: I'm not actually convinced it's better than Transformers. I think the things that make it unique... Uh, which we'll get into I think it does really well and then the Marvelly stuff that it's required to do it does not do very well but we'll talk about that more as we get into details I'll say it's still better than Transformers but not as resoundingly well,
2: I'm definitely better than Transformers I, I even though particularly around the third episode it gets real like is any of this happening but uh-huh. uh but <laughs> I still I'm always having fun watching it so
0: I did want to backtrack for just a second before we got into specifics and this is uh, minor spoilers for episode four, but there's a shot in episode four where you can see Steven and Mark together and they're both like shouting, screaming at thing, a thing. And it was a meme and it was the two of them. And the meme I saw was them looking at Oscar Isaacs as apocalypse. It cracked me up. I thought it was funny.
1: <laughs> it's, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, but so episode one follows Stephen grant a gift shop worker at a british museum uh however he seems smarter than the average bear and there's something uh going on with him he he ties himself to bed he surrounds his bed in sand at night when strange things start occurring he ends up in strange places surrounded by different people and being stalked by ethan hawk there's very little Moon Knight in this episode. I think it ends with our very first shot of Moon Knight. But I'm curious to hear if you guys were hooked after the first episode because I was not.
1: Oh, interesting. It's one of those things where I'm not sure how this would have played to somebody who didn't know what was going on. I feel like we've we've done enough kind of like fight Cluby style things that people might get the hint if they didn't already know what the show was about. But like, you know, from, from the very get go, I'm like, okay. When he's sleepwalking or whatever, we, I know what's happening. Uh, so I wonder if that's a better pop for somebody who doesn't necessarily know that. Right. But also, I just think like the way that they framed it, the way that they cut it, uh, especially like just like him coming, you know, kind of into consciousness, even coming into consciousness at these random points was really effective. I think that was just was really like an interesting storytelling technique. Uh, I really like the first episode.
2: Yeah, uh, to to your point, Joseph, on the first episode, I would wonder someone if they were watching this cold, like would wonder why is this even a Marvel thing for like the first 45 minutes of it?
1: Maybe I really I think we're we're mostly as a society, like versed enough that even if you had absolutely no context, you walked into the wrong room and this was just on. <laughs> right. uh, that like you would pick up the signals that he says he's like sleepwalking, but like, you know, he does. He's not just sleepwalking. Right. Right. Definitely. Something about it felt almost like, I I can't
2: explain how, but, and obviously the effects are a lot better, but like a nineties syndicated action show, Hmm. like, like Xeno warrior princess or fucking Hercules, a Legendary journey or something. I don't know. Just the first episode of it to me, felt kind of cheesy but in a way i enjoyed the uh the main question i want to ask about the first episode is do we think that ethan hawk's hair is better or worse than transformers
1: i mean i love it (laughs) i love i love his whole vibe i don't think it's like a, it's not a good hairdo, but it's great for the character. <laughs> that is exactly what I think too.
2: It's like it is at the hairdo in real life worse than Transformers, but <laughs> right. in this show, better than Transformers. Exactly. I really think he went to the hairstylist and it's like, give me that Nick Nolte vibe.
1: Damn, why would you even say that? I'm not going to see anything different now. <laughs>
0: it's spot on. Yeah. It is.
1: Yeah, I, I just think the first episode. I mean, it I, definitely takes a while to get to the meat of what we're getting to.
0: I think that's part of the problem. It moves really slow. But I, you know, Moon Knight gets this connotation that he, he he's just Marvel's Batman. And I feel right. like the show really goes a long way of saying, hey, that's not true. This guy's totally different. And I think the first episode does a lot of the setup with that. Like, hey, this guy has something wrong with him. He's unwell for right. sure because they don't want that association. And the, pro- the reason why I don't like that is because the general viewing audience doesn't think that they don't know that people say that, that they're that stigma has existed with this character. So I right. didn't think we really needed to go as far as just establishing, hey, this guy is Steven. This is his everyday life. Something's weird going on with him. We don't know about it yet. Just stay tuned for more. Uh <laughs> I think you could have gotten to Moon Knight as a character, or introduced Mark earlier, um, or even. I, I hurt, and I have talked about this. I, I'm pretty sure we get our first clue of the third persona uh, very early on in this episode. But yeah, I just feel like they're trying. They try really hard to move away from the Batman comparison right off the bat.
1: Man, you know yeah. now that now that you mentioned it, uh, it reminds me so much of the first episode of Wandavision because you know, like the whole point of, I feel like of that show of like the, the vibe they're trying to go for is okay. Here are all these television sitcom tropes of whatever, but like there's some weird shit going on in the background and it gets weirder as the show goes on. But the first episode is pretty much just a straight, I love Lucy episode uh, with very few exceptions. Like it takes for, they almost put no like extra weird stuff in there, which is just like, well then fuck I could have just watched. I love Lucy and it's probably (laughs) better. Uh, So that's actually a good point. I feel like,
0: yeah, I could just watch Fight Club instead of watching the first episode of this show. <laughs> right. By the way, I say that Jake is definitely the dude that asked the girl out, right? We all agree there that.
2: Oh, yeah, totally. 100%.
0: Yeah. That moves us on to episode two. And I wish I could remember what happened. I don't.
1: Joseph. I mean, the, the the first thing I remember, and because this is the thing that I had a question about is so at the end of the first episode, you know, Steven kind of acknowledges, recognizes that there's another thing inside of him, and voluntarily releases control to who we later find out is Mark, and we get our first shot of Moon Knight in the museum, right? Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the beginning of the next episode... Oh, Stephen it's goes, the scarab. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Go, sorry, but, but, go yeah. ahead. But Steven goes back to work and goes through the security cams be like, look at this crazy shit. And they, it does not look like crazy shit, but it just mostly looks like Steven's crazy. I and, love
0: that bit. I thought I, that was I mean,
1: funny. It, it's a good bit, but then I'm like, I don't the the whole this whole fucking show kills me It's like okay how much of this shit like is i mean i'm not even real but like i don't know is like visible like i, I you'd imagine if it was all his imagination he would be imagining it in the fucking video reel too i don't know that whole fucking thing annoyed the shit out of me
0: i think i mean i think it was fine i thought it was a gag and it was funny it is a it, it, the question of what is real and what's not i do think is asked too much because again, you and I have both seen through four episodes. They still haven't answered that fucking question. No. Uh, There's two episodes left in this show, and we still are asking, is this actually happening right now? Yeah. And I think I think we probably could have used a little more clarification. It, I would say by episode three, like halfway through the show, we need to know what the fuck is actually going on. But the rest of this episode is, a, we find out about a, uh, a scarab that leads the way to Amit's tomb, which uh, Ethan Hawke's hero is in search of, uh, which is, and and Mark's wife shows up, Layla um, episode ends. spoilers with Harrow getting the scarab um, and Moon Knight kicking some, Anubis looking straight out of the mummy two warrior guy's ass.
1: <laughs> the weird thing about the other weird thing about this episode is like I I really like the the vibe they've established with Harrow. What's Jack Harrow? What was it? Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. Can't remember. Uh, Arthur Harrow uh, as a character, like the the very cult leader. Fun fact for Christian, since this is relevant to his recent travels. Apparently, his character is is based on the cult leader from the Waco, Texas cult.
0: David Koresh. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: so, uh, like, I, I like it, and I, I kind of like the whole I don't know creepy, overly positive, Pleasantville community vibe. Uh, yeah. But then I'm I'm also just like, okay, they have this whole fucking city of them wandering around living their daily lives in fucking switzerland in episode two we're in a completely different place right it's a different location
0: yeah london i think
1: and they're all there and they all have like not just like are there but like seem to have established jobs and established things that they like do and like oh this is what what timmy usually makes on thursday nights it's delicious like wait hang on a second how long have you guys been here how many yeah. fucking compounds do you have
0: yeah i think it's a really big cult
1: yeah <laughs> maybe
0: I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but uh, Simu Liu made fun of Ethan Hawke's Mandarin because um, apparently it's terrible. I'm sure it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, I think this, of the three episodes we've gotten, I thought two was the, I say I disliked one. I didn't dislike one, but it just didn't like hook me. Two, I was like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if this show is for me or not. Yeah. It just was kind of boring. But then episode three came around and I was all in on it. I, I really enjoyed it. I, was- I did Uh, I did want to ask on hurt specifically. I don't know how much I've never really heard you talk much about Moon Knight as thing. You read Hurt, Do you like their interpretation of Mr. Knight? I mean, because it's very different is my understanding. It
2: is totally different. And I, I love, you know, I love the little run where that was introduced. I understand why they did it, but yeah, I don't think it's as cool as the comic version
0: because it's for jokes here and i don't right. from my understanding is that's not how it's played in the comics.
2: No, it's it's really not. It's not it's not played for jokes at all and uh yeah this is totally just and also this this brings me to well if we have a third personality will that personality have his own moon night.
0: Yeah, i i have i am sure that is the case. I have, am thinking we're going to wait till the very last episode for that to reveal for them to reveal that to us but i think that is how it is.
1: This show is going to be great for toy makers. (laughs) Oh, for
0: sure. They're going to be printing money.
1: (laughs) Here's Uh, the crazy
0: thing about Marvel, right? Is they took this, like what, what tier is moon Knight? like third or fourth? Sure.
2: Definitely. Like he is,
0: he is like a D lister. Totally. And they are going to just be printing so much fucking money from this character. Right. D list comic book. And you're going to make billions in toys on him. It's Mm. they have the best business model. I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) For comparison, this would be like if DC had a hit with Blue Beetle. Like, you know, it's... Which, I mean,
1: God, I really hope they do at some point.
2: Oh, I do too. But you know what I'm saying? It's way down on the list of what you thought would be a six episode TV show, you know? Yeah. uh, But yeah, I I agree. This is totally, uh, this is, this is totally, There are going to be some nice toys made from this.
1: For sure. So it's funny you say that Christian, because like the end of this episode through pretty much all of episode three is when I started being like, Ooh, maybe I don't like this show (laughs) just because I, I think, you know, I think the really interesting stuff happens mostly between Steven and Mark and Layla and sometimes Harrow. And, I don't think the action is like exceptional by any means. I don't think it's like terrible, but it reminds me that it's a TV show. Whereas, you know, kind of, I feel like the caliber of of performances and the, like the really interesting cinematic, like uh, uh, editing stuff that they're trying to do takes me out of that a little bit. Uh, And then the whole third episode is just like, here's a lot of bullshit to like go around, hop around. You got to get this thing to unlock this thing. There's a fucking sarcophagus that's 7000 years old. that's in open air. And it's fine. And you construct some fucking pieces of paper into a fucking paper mache star. And I don't know, like it's some really dumb, bullshitty looking stuff. And I'm just like this. I don't. I don't feel like it. It fits in with the quality of the acting and the performances of, as the actual like plot mechanics of the show. If that makes sense.
0: Sure. It just reminds me a lot of the National Treasure and the Mummy, and I love I, I know it franchises. doesn't
1: it make you just want to watch the Mummy? I'm like, okay, this is fine, but wouldn't it? Would you rather it be Rachel Weiss and Brendan Fraser?
0: Yeah, but if I could add Oscar Isaac to that cast, it I mean, would be, sure. I couldn't. <laughs> my penis couldn't handle it. <laughs> right. I get your point. Like I actually think the most interesting relationships in the show to me are Mark and Steven and, and Conchu combined in there. Cause F Marie Abraham is just, yeah. he's a fucking delight. Yeah. And uh, I love that. He's always in the background, just telling Mark or Steven to murder someone. <laughs> and they're just like, no, I'm not going to do. He's like, just fucking summon the suit and strangle the life from them. And, <laughs> And it, it's great to me, but I really liked the supernatural kind of adventure hunting. Again, I like the mummy and this feels like the mummy to me. So I really enjoy when that starts picking up, when we get more into that, like in a third episode, I'm not going to summarize it. You already did with a lot more F-bombs. You know, it, I, I think it's, it's entertaining.
1: I mean, the other dumbest part of that, man, I really didn't like episode three. The The whole I mean, the whole Council of God things was like the human avatars. They can't do shit just standing around in like a well, you know, made Egypt. I'm not even gonna say well-made Egyptian looking set uh, right. with some real CW ABC level bullshit. Uh,
0: that's like the quality of actors they got for it for sure
1: yeah fuck that noise altogether. and then also like what kind of gods are they they can't like i they can't see anything you know like they're just like yeah this guy said it's it's good he's not doing anything wrong then yeah yeah i fucking hate that part it's so fucking like why do we even have that scene in there what's the point of that
0: yeah they don't question him at all it's like they ask him one time he's like i'm not doing that i was about to say you could decide it uh,
1: you could establish it that they're like uh the the gods don't have direct physical presences they've just kind of established themselves as like laws of the universe and if and if fucking Kanshu breaks these laws in these ways then he's imprisoned and that's just they're like forces of nature and it would have spared us all of that bullshit
0: yeah i will agree with all that
1: yeah <laughs> you
2: know, I, it's funny because we all three had like kind of different arcs with the episodes because for me The first episode, I liked. I I definitely liked the performances, but I wasn't hooked. Second episode, I was all in. I was like, man, this is fucking great. I can't wait to have more. And then the third episode, I was like, what is even going on with this? Because really, in the first two episodes... I mean, I understand, you know, there was the switching of the personalities and we were missing information, but I was never ever, ever questioning that what I was seeing on screen was happening. Mm. But by the third episode, I was like, did anything in this episode actually happen? Yeah. You know, so well, spoiler
0: uh, alert: that doesn't get better in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. It actually only intensifies, I yeah. would say. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, the, you know, I, I think this whole show, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's try. I don't think it tries something as, you know, say WandaVision. And I don't know that it necessarily works as well as say Loki, but I really, I, I think it's a well-made show. I think it has potential. I don't even think it's super Marvel ish. I just think it, well, you know what I think it is. I think this show suffered from COVID. I, I think production value is kind of down. I think, Probably because release schedules were always shifting, maybe things weren't done or they didn't get reshoots they needed. Overall, it's a solid show, but I I think there were things that, I don't know, shortcuts or things that they probably could have resolved, but for some reason chose to not because they have to know these problems exist.
1: Uh, It's funny you mentioned Loki because I think this is actually probably a a similar situation for me in that I think this show has a lot of gaps. Uh, And I think if you look at it too hard, they've become more and more apparent, but the strength of the lead performances are so good that it distracts you from looking too hard at what (laughs) is actually going on. We'll see in the, in the future episodes, whether, you know, they can actually like weave a greater narrative of what's happening. Uh, but, You know, as far as like the actual mechanics of like, oh, we're going to a place in Egypt to get to a tomb to unlock a thing or stop somebody from unlocking a thing like that's not enough so far, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I feel like we're building to some sort of big twist, some sort of big reveal. And I think to try to keep us from guessing it, they're just not giving us much of anything, Mm. which I, I don't always approve of. But then again, you know, as we've all said numerous times. The, the actors in this seem to be having such a good time that I don't really care.
0: You know, they originally, Miss Marvel, I think, was supposed to be the first show that came out in 2022. And um, it got moved, and there were like reshoots and stuff like that to that. But I also kind of wonder if this got pushed up so that we had a different, you know, we introduced the idea that, hey, there are more gods in this universe before Thor Love and Thunder came out.
2: That's a good point.
0: Um, which I, I think also just accelerated this show in, in ways that it probably needed a little more breathing room. Um, I, but I'm not I'm fine. not sure
1: I believe that these gods would win in a fist fight against fucking anybody, but Oh, I don't think they will. I think Christian <laughs> Bale will
0: just murder them and it'll be <laughs> fine. Or I hope he does, at least.
1: Yeah. Well do we have anything else on Moon Knight
0: Well, I just want to ask Joseph, are you more in after episode four or more out i'm
1: more in because again that's like they're they're breaking away for uh, well ah oh, fuck i can't talk about it without talking about it uh, <laughs> i i think i think they're leaning more into the things that work in the show but they're also giving themselves more outs to dismiss some of the lazier i feel like parts of the story and writing
0: yeah i feel like that episode doubles down On my mummy comparison and doubles down on my Fight Club comparison. (laughs) It
1: does somehow both, yeah.
0: And I I like both of those things, so I'm more in after episode four.
1: It is definitely the most mummy episode of all the episodes. Though I will say I couldn't see about a third of it because it was so fucking dark, and I was like, I'm not going to figure this out,
0: dude. I watched both three and four last night at like nine and ten p.m. because I was like, I the sun has to be completely set.
1: (laughs) It has, to be, I- it has to be <laughs> like a lunar eclipse
0: yes for me to see anything in this fucking show it's so dark yeah moon night
1: that's moon Knight. there's two more episodes coming out now though there's one in between the episode that we didn't talk about that is out that i don't know if we'll ever cover again it's just you a know, weird limbo space It
2: actually does I'm assuming we'll do an episode on the second half. I I think breaking these things up into two halves is I think we lose a lot when we try to do them all at once. And I I, we just don't have the attention span for every episode.
1: It is fun to to do it middle of the way through so that we can like make proclamations and opinions about how it's going and then look back at how fucking dumb we looked (laughs) uh, a few weeks ago. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. No, uh, but cool. Yeah, that's Moon Knight. Uh, it's on Disney Plus every Wednesday. If you haven't watched it, we generally think it's better than Transformers, but I think it's worth just seeing it through, seeing how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, what have we been watching the last, I don't know, however many weeks it's been,
0: guys? Yeah, we have. We haven't been good about this, and it's mostly my fault. I apologize. Um, gosh, I you know, there's so many things that I have watched that I want to talk about. I'm only going to talk about two of them, though. I'll well, briefly say this. I restarted Attack on Titan, yeah, it's very apparent from the beginning who's the villain of this show. It's also very apparent how this show is going to end. I have famously said, I think uh, Mikasa is going to you know, be the one to kill Aaron. And in this last half season, I was like, can you do it, Mikasa? Can you really do it? Like at one point in like the very first episode, he's an asshole to somebody for no reason. And she slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> of course, she's going to be the one to kill him when he wants to commit Jewish the genocide. Yeah. Um, I also am current on Star Trek Picard. And that is just such a weird fucking show. Like, it's uh, it's so lazy. It's just the laziest piece of shit I've (laughs) ever seen. And yet I always come back to it, (laughs) which is like the first season. It was like, hey, it's about data. And that was enough. You know, oh, Jean-Luc's back and it's all about data. I was in and then the show, uh, it ends horribly. And then, you know, they release that trailer and you hear Q talk and I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, that's just enough. That's the bare fucking minimum you needed to do to get me back in on this show. And so I started watching season two and like the villains of season two are Q, time travel and the Borg queen. And there's not more random just star Trek words. You could just pull out of a fucking hat and write a show <laughs> out of Right. like, it's just, that's just the bare fucking minimum. Like all, all you think is, Oh, Jean-Luc, he has a history with the Borg and the Borg queen. We did four episodes of TV and one fucking movie about it. Let's right. do a 10 episode season. Oh, cues in it. And, um, uh, He's fucking shit up again. You know, Q. And yeah, we've done a whole 10 episode season out of it. It, It's it's not bad. It's just I don't know the way to describe it other than it's just the bare fucking minimum. And I would be out on it. But those motherfuckers did it one more time and they released a trailer for season three. And who's back? The entire fucking cast from Star Trek (laughs) The Next Generation. (laughs) You got them all back, which is fine because none of them are working. So of course they all <laughs> needed it. But fuck you! You did it. You had one more hat trick, and you pulled it out. And they're fucking jerk offs, and I don't like it.
1: Man, I got to talk about. I've never seen a single second of Star Trek, but it's astounding to me because we've talked before in general about this idea of shows that ne- weren't necessarily particularly like kids' shows, like cartoons and things uh, that weren't necessarily uh, great but really embedded themselves in the imagination of their viewership, who grew up loving that show and filling out kind of the details. And then, you know, later on, a generation later, kind of creating a, a new version, a new iteration of whatever that is, uh, you know, kind of as good as the original show was in their imagination, which I think, you know, is still happening. I mean, the, the, the He-Man Masters of the universe, pretty good show. We've just been watching that pretty recently. So it's so bizarre to me that something that's had such fervent viewership for like, what is it, 50 years now, over 50 years Yes, like this is this is like two generations of people whose whose imaginations have been ignited by this property and the original property. Let's go back to and and say that is pretty well remembered as like still like quality that we can't fucking create create good Star Trek stories in 2022 is insane to me.
0: It's because they rely too much on nostalgia and not enough on like the original formula that worked like they want to be in too much into, you know, hit that thing inside of you that makes you, this feels like Star Trek.
1: They just, just want to something hit.
0: Yeah. Just because something feels like Star Trek doesn't mean that it is Star Trek just because you've got the words and the names and the uniforms doesn't mean you did the thing. And This has all the words, the names, the uniforms, but it's not it's not actually doing the thing. It's not actually Jean-Luc Picard being the smartest, best, you know, the ultimate leader of men. It's it's just this dude fighting the people he's always fought, wearing the same fucking clothes he's always worn. And that's just not it's not interesting. Make good Star Trek. I feel like it's not that hard.
2: I you know it, it's funny because I haven't
0: watched any of
2: this yet, and everything you're telling me should tell me I should just not, but I probably
0: will. <laughs> I you want know, you to so can... bad. What I want you to so bad, so I I'll can probably talk to st- someone I want. To... I've just gotta
2: I've gotta get I've gotta get the Paramount password from my mom. I'm not paying for this. Yeah, I just really think from all this stuff from this CBS Paramount uh, network era of Star Trek stuff. I think the problem is, is trying to make a large overarching multi-episode novel instead of making it a space procedural, which is what Star Trek is. And that seems particularly weird since CBS was involved in the beginning of this, since they like only make shit like that. Yes. You know, I I don't know. It seems like a steel ball and they are fucking it up.
0: I, uh, the rumor is strange new worlds will be more serialized procedural show and I'll give it a shot. I'll try it legitimately. I will. I hope it is, but yeah, I mean, I'm out on all of it, you know, discovery Picard. I liked lower decks for a while, but that's, you know, Rick and Morty limited to only star Trek gets boring after a while. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's disappointing. The other thing I watched was the Batman. That movie fucking sucks. I don't get it. (laughs) I don't understand why everyone is up in arms about it. It's um, it's way too long. Of course, we've all known that. Uh, and it, it to hurts, you know, hurt made a joke when we were all together about the soundtrack and he like sang what he thought of the movie. I am a big Giacchino Stan. The soundtrack sucks in this movie. <laughs> There's just almost nothing to it. It was really, really disappointing. I mean, the standouts, Colin Farrell is great. Who else is pretty good in this? Uh, Oh, Zoe Kravitz is excellent as Catwoman. I like the Batmobile. I think Gotham's got a pretty cool look. Like it manages to kind of still feel like a modern 1980s, like New York, which is a weird combo. My one thing is like you have modern skyscrapers, but everything has like a gothic stone interior. Didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The Joker scene blows. It's fucking <laughs> awful. And the 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 one between him and Batman that was released online. I mean, thank God that was Matt Reeves best decision ever. Not including that kid is not good as the Joker. Um, I don't love the Riddler. He's fine in it, but it's Jigsaw. It's not the Riddler. Um, and the only thing I want to say is, and I said this to her and I the will say the only it, thing you want to say, you've been talking for four minutes. Fucking, the only thing I will say to end this spoiler wise is what I meant is the movie opens with like, um, the long Halloween kind of like diary entry, stuff like that. And there's a line where a cop goes happy fucking Halloween. And I hate it. At that moment I was out. That's fucking 50 seconds into the movie. And I had to sit for another three goddamn hours. I'm not happy about it. You know, when I was bitching about it before,
2: I didn't bitch about that guy as the Joker or just their take on the Joker at all, but it fucking sucks. And the way he's used is everything that sucks about movies today, everything you don't like about movies today, everything that it's like, oh, well, you're not even watching the thing. You're watching the thing before the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. just fuck
1: that, you know, the
0: Batman. It's on HBO Max. So I guess (laughs) if you have that, you can watch it for free. Uh, So enjoy. Enjoy.
1: Two things. First is I had already decided but you're reinforcing my decision. I'm going to try and go my entire life without ever watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh but second thing i like that you had uh you know two plus weeks of content to just, you know do whatever you wanted to you could t- talk about whatever but you decided i'm gonna talk about two things that i just fucking hate
0: the most here's the problem joseph because you're absolutely right but that's what i consumed i <laughs> caught up on picard and i w- watched the batman those are the two things that i did watch and i mean attack on titan a little bit but God, I just it made they both made me so angry. And I knew I knew it when we finally recorded again, I was like, I'm going to bitch like hurt for 10 minutes and people are just going to have to deal with it because I've got feelings. <laughs> That's it. Happy fucking Halloween.
1: <laughs> 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 well, watch hurt,
2: I watch Fantastic Beasts. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore. Is that oh, what this movie is? Oh, called? yeah.
1: I, I still want to do an episode on this, but.
2: Okay, if you want to do an episode, then I won't talk about this uh, much. I'll just say that you know most people were positive on the first one, and for me, the first one was just just ruined by the twist that Johnny Depp, the actor, was in it. <laughs> not, not a hatred of Johnny Depp, the actor, but that was literally the twist. You they're, had no recently
1: semi exonerated <laughs>
2: right, Johnny, uh, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Recently semi uncanceled Johnny Depp. I mean, she um,
0: shat on his bed. I think if anyone can come back from canceling, it's the guy who got his bed shat on.
2: <laughs> right. And literally everything he said is like, yeah, I could see that girl doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like when he talks about her throwing glasses at him and shit like that, it's like, <laughs> yeah, she looks like she could throw a glass.
0: The question is, when is Mads Mikkelsen going to become Mira in the Aquaman series? That's what I want to know. <laughs>
1: that's, that's a great take. Uh, but uh, I I love to just keep the same costume. Yeah,
0: no, everything, the exact same, just (laughs) mad is in it.
2: But you know, uh, the second one, most people hated, but I was genuinely, generally positive on that. I thought it was okay. I thought it felt more like the Harry Potter world.
1: All right. So this Uh, is the tiebreaker one.
2: Yeah, this one, the same. I had an okay time in it. Uh, You know, it's a, if we're going to do an episode on it, I will wait to go over my quibbles, but it, for the most part the time we sat there i enjoyed watching that movie is are these movies as good as the originals fuck no but they're a
1: pleasant diversion christian this is a side note that's probably not going to be in the podcast but is it even feasible to do new release movies while you are doing what you are doing
0: Probably not for except for really special occasions. So, like, I was planning on Doctor Strange being the one. Not, I, the I mean, that's more for.
1: reasonable than a fucking Fantastic Beasts. OK,
0: I really thought about trying to see it before I left, but it just I didn't have the, the time and I'm not ready to take my kids to see that movie. But if we want to do it when it releases on HBO next month, then sure. But oh, is
1: it coming in a thirty-day release?
0: I think it's a forty-five day. Oh, fuck I think, yeah, I think that. that's. I think that's what they're doing now. Nobody yeah. gave a
1: shit about it when it came out. Nobody will care the difference between this and forty-five days from
0: now. Yeah, it mean- made like thirty-five million dollars. <laughs> you like, made like no money.
2: Yeah, I my my guess is that these won't end, but the next one will not be branded as Fantastic Beasts.
0: I know a lot of people talk about how Warner brothers has screwed up DC, but this is the richest fucking franchise in the world. And yeah. they have blundered this shit up. Right. It, I just don't get how you could, how you could screw up Harry Potter.
2: Yeah. And, and they have a guy in both this and DC who's just intent on getting mega canceled <laughs> and they just so keep much. hanging on to him.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Well, Let me tell you guys a story uh, on a semi-related note uh, about something that I watched relatively recently. All right. It's a story about a sorcerer of extreme power, so powerful that all the other sorcerers in the sorcerer world respect him, maybe fear him, but pretty much let him get away with whatever he wants to do because they can't stop him. That sorcerer takes on something of uh, uh, an apprentice or a a, uh, protege in a young boy who has talent and is unaware of his, his powerful uh, sorcerer's lineage. Right. Uh, Who's sounding familiar. Who then goes to, uh, to meet two peers, one another sorcerer from an established sorcerer family, and another, a girl who comes from just about seemingly nowhere and is also very talented, and they all go to magic school together to learn how to be better magicians and shit. That's right. I'm talking about Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, first
2: of all, I knew what the bit was. I just didn't know which anime it was.
1: <laughs> when I initially pitched talking about this or, or watching this show, I said, I felt like it was Naruto reskinned and just like lean, mean and an awesome machine. And I still think that's kind of accurate, but when I broke down like the actual, like what's actually going on, uh, in the show is like, this is just Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but with a little bit more of an explicit horror bent. Uh, I
0: would say, yeah, just slightly more sprinkled in there.
1: (laughs) I mean, look, I'm I'm not saying that Harry Potter is no horror, and I'm not saying this is all, you know, somewhere in the middle. Anyway, I watched Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. I talked about it on the podcast the other week, but I didn't get to do my bit right, so I came back and did it again. (laughs) The advantages of editing the podcast. Uh, It's really good. You know, the, the show is great. The movie is great. The movie is a prequel to the show. Uh, And it's actually the original story that the author had written before it got picked up and turned into the thing that it is today. Um, So they're kind of independent. Uh, I think you could jump off on either one. I don't even remember if Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is still in movies, but uh, it's fucking great. And if, uh, you know, you're getting less comfortable with the whole Harry Potter attachment things, it's fair. Fuck off. Do Jujutsu Kaisen. It's better. (laughs) Uh, And it's also, you know, of course it's another anime, but uh, uh, another show that I think, in the Circles is, is considered really good, but hasn't really caught on the way that a lot of other popular shows is, is uh, Mob Psycho 100, which I just rewatched mm. with my wife recently. Uh, it's made by the uh, same writer who does One Punch Man, but it's got a lo- much less punchy name. You know, One Punch Man, you get the, pr- the gist of the show. Mob Psycho 100. What the fuck is that about? I get it. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because uh, I think it might be of specific interest to Hurt. That said, I know Hurt that you're already going to watch Attack on Titan, so I'm not going to overload you with anime. Right. But it occurred to me on a second rewatch that Mob Psycho uh, is the closest I've seen in quite a long time to like a good Superman story that just doesn't have Superman in it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, it, it's kind of the same premise. You, you it was stripping all of the the additional immigrant storyline out of it. Uh, but you know it's a it's a boy with a power so great that like there's there's nobody that's even in the same league there's not even really like real conflict if he really wanted to but the the whole show is both about him learning like what are my responsibilities with with this power uh and, and like how can they you know how can they be used for good how can they be used not to hurt people all that kind of stuff uh, and then also just kind of I don't know just it's it, it's a show that's a lot about like choosing kindness and choosing to, to believe in have faith in your fellow man and all that kind of stuff and it's it's it, i don't know it, it reminds me so much of, of kind of a part of superman that we haven't seen in a long time right because i think people feel like those ideals are kind of hokey and i think the show makes a really compelling point of like it, it's not like can you say a pollyanna universe is that a good thing to say is that Proper English. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a universe where like only good things happen, and that's why he's really nice. It's it's a it's a show where the main character Mob is is faced with a lot of situations that challenge his beliefs and ideals, and he still chooses to be the way that he is, be the kind, be the faithful person that he is, even in spite of those things. So anyway, Mob Psycho one hundred way better than Transformers. First, right second season so so good, uh, <laughs> but yeah, those are the two things that I've been watching. And hurt. I, I say this for you if you're hurting for you know, the, the, the Superman that gets you in the fields and not the one that just murders people, right. uh, mob Psycho 100.
2: Well, I will try that out. It's, it, it's funny. Me and, uh, me and Sarah went out to dinner with some friends the other night and we spent a great chunk of our dinner with these, with them trying to sell animes on us. And I'm
1: like, am I on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on here? I mean, it's- I think that is part of being somebody who watches anime. It's, it's,
0: for sure. Uh, an,
1: an unwritten uh, evangelical contract where you just have to talk about it with everyone that you talk to. <laughs> just,
0: I did want to ask, Joseph, have you watched Ranking of Kings? Oh, yeah. Did you think it was excellent?
1: I Look, it loses its way towards the end.
0: I just started because everyone's just raved about it yeah, so much. So, so but... look, the,
1: uh, it gets a, the, the, the premise of Ranking of Kings, I don't I really know how to describe what the premise actually is because it's really... It's, it's fantasy, but it's like fucking real out there fantasy. Uh, it's very like storybook fairy tale kind of fantasy style. But the the main character is deaf and mute, uh, and so the first couple episodes just have a lot of ah in them, uh, which I mean, like that's that's his character. He's trying to communicate, but just like listening to it, it's not like a great you know uh, audio experience.
0: No, 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 no.
1: Uh, I think it gets really good, and then it just kind of. Fumbles around the last like six or seven episodes. Um, The action sequence in the second to the last episode is the most incredible animation of last year, and last year had some incredible animation. And then the episode after that just undoes ideologically so many things that have already happened in the show. (laughs) So uh, I don't know. It's better than Transformers.
0: I'll give it a shot.
2: There are better things to watch. One thing from you guys about anime: it's don't watch the last episode. It seems like that comes up so much when you guys are talking about
0: this stuff. <sighs> I mean, it's hard to stick a landing.
1: I mean, I think, yeah, I about say, I think that's true. A lot of stories. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh,
0: it's just what we watch the most of, probably.
1: Right. That is probably also true. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for uh, for what I'm watching. Do we, have, do we know what we want to talk about next week?
0: No. If I can get out, for a couple hours to see Secrets of Dumbledore, I'll let you know.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you tell me, I'll go fucking see it. So, yeah, next week, oh God, you'd think, you'd think after this much time off, we'd have a better idea of what we're going to do. Maybe Secrets of Dumbledore, maybe something else, probably something on streaming.
0: Hashtag Real Phonies.
1: Hashtag, God damn, we're, we, you'd, uh, I guess we're just living more and more into our name. So, thanks everybody for listening. Please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast, tell them that we do usually do episodes more often if you uh if you want to get in touch with us with your opinions on moon Knight, where you think it's going how you like the series so far you can reach us at realphoniesgmail.com. you can also follow us on facebook and twitter at real phonies and on instagram real Thanks for phonies thanks Zach Evans, for our i brian velasquez for our theme we'll see you guys
0: later later